Hi, you're listening to Book Chat with author Vivian E. Moore. Welcome, everybody, to this week's episode. We really appreciate you joining us. This podcast really shows us how we can all learn, live, and thrive off of each other. By sharing our knowledge through our conversations, we will impart some knowledge whilst learning ourselves how to progress even further. Here is your host. Hello and welcome to Book Chat. I am your host, Arthur Vivian E. Moore. Hope everyone is having a great weekend. I hope you had a great week. All right, so we only have 15 minutes, so we're going to get straight to the discussion today. And without further delay, uh, the title of today's show is Perfecting Perfect. And the topic is knowing when to accept your best and move on. Perfecting perfect is basically just a play on words, but it paints a satiny image of flawlessness. What we now understand is a portrait of one's or another's perception. Beauty is symbolic of perfection, but usually it's left to the eyes of the beholder. So basically it is reality over perception, but that's a subject for another show, all right? So just to give you an idea of what I'm talking about today. So we're gonna use supermodels as an example. Um, they grace the cover of magazines and they epitomize beauty and perfection achieved by special effects and a bit of airbrushing and filter editing, uh, which works every time for the desired image of flawlessness. But in truth, uh, it simply adds up to just smoke and mirrors. Okay. So they want you to have the perception of something that is perfect, but we know that um, it had a little help, okay? So where am I going with this, you might ask? Well, um, straight away, I want to say that beauty and perfection may have some correlations, but are two very separate entities. However, they are sometimes paired descriptively um, when related to people, places, and objects. We see it every day. It is a part of of, of what we see uh, in imagery um, when we watch television, commercials, uh, you know, sometimes even um, the description of characters in books. And so talking about books, this is, this is why I'm on the subject, okay? Um, anything manufactured or influenced by uh, the human touch, it would never be perfect because we lack that ability to pull it off, okay? But with the right tools and recognizing when less is more, it is obtainable, all right? Not to say that wanting perfection or or being professional or having a, a level of professionalism is wrong because isn't that the overall goal, okay? Still, any goal is achievable. And we witnessed it greatness at, at its best, um, you know, stellar performances. And, um, but still we were able to recognize that sometimes overdoing it, but not recognizing when your best is your best 
and then you don't move on. But what is helpful is when you recognize when your best is your best and then move on. Okay, did you get that? <laughs> All right, so we know that practice can lead to perfection. Um, I grew up in a household where my mother always said, perfect practice makes perfect. And maybe I didn't understand the complete concept of that at the time, but now I most certainly understand what exactly what she was trying to say. And, you know, if you ask Simone Biles or any other gymnast or athlete performing at the Olympics, um, they will tell you that to achieve uh, their absolute best, it came by learning their learning limits, uh, having commitment, and being motivated. And those are the same things that we need as writers, um, as authors, or any profession that, you know, that what you do. Um, you need to adopt those same things because they're very helpful. And you see um, that they did this and look where they are now. You know, they're, they're at the Olympics. Um, you know, as athletes, that's what, that is the goal for them, you know, not to just perform on a, um, you know, on a, on a certain level, um, or, or lesser level, but to work their way up to the ultimate goal. And that is to become, you know, to, to be able to perform at, you know, at a venue such as the Olympics, because I mean, every athlete that are not being paid professionally. Now I know that some of these um, athletes that, uh, gymnasts and things of that nature that perform, um, you know, they do have, um, some, um, professional influence, you know, they, they do, uh, receive endorsements and things of that level, but still, you know, they want to achieve that personal goal of being able to say that, okay, I went to the Olympics, I won uh, a gold medal, uh, bronze or silver or whatever, you know, however they, whatever level they, they achieve at that, at the Olympics, but still they want to be able to say that I did this, you know, I did this because I knew that I was good enough to do it. And because I recognized, um, that I was good enough, that I didn't have to be, um, perfect. And if you ask them, um, if you ask Simone Biles, when she, you know, after she completed her performance, um, how would she critique herself? I'm pretty sure that she would probably have a, a list of things that she probably could have done better, but because she knew her limitations and because she had practiced enough to know that, okay, this is my absolute best. I don't need to do any more than this because it might mess it up. You know, if I try too hard. So if I, if I do my absolute best and cut it off right there, then you know, then, then, you know, she would be able to, um, to say, well, you know, I, I tried my best and, um, you know, if I, if I, maybe I've dismounted, you know, a little bit better or, or whatever, I'm pretty sure in the back of her mind, she's critiqued herself and, you know, probably kicked herself saying, okay, you could have did that just a little bit better, but she knew that she had practiced enough to where she could pull it off, you know, and, and, and still, uh, achieve the goal that she set out for. Okay. That's all I'm saying. But, um, but still, as it relates to, you know, a particular skill set or to be more specific writing, uh, we often face issues of doing too much or not enough. Overkill is real y'all. Seriously. Overkill is real. We've seen it, you know, when actors, they, 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 uh, take on a, uh, um, 
a particular scene and you can always tell when they've overdone it. It's like, okay, you, you overacted. That was just too much. You know, um, what do the kids say now? Um, Oh, what is that phrase that they use all the time? Oh, I knew it was going to like slip straight out of my head. Um, doing the most. There it is. It came back. Doing the most. So, you know, doing the most sometimes is not a good thing. All right. <laughs> so I just want to throw that out there. But, you know, as a writer and a person with OCD, and I can admit that I'm not ashamed of it. You know, I'm unable to accept anything less than perfect. Or what I perceive as perfect, in which case I spend too much time mulling over uh, my manuscripts that are probably already publishing ready. Yet I remain undecided or question my abilities that can lead to delays and possibly missed opportunities. And you don't want to do that. You don't ever want to do that to yourself. You know, don't second guess yourself. Don't second guess your work. I mean, it's okay to do that because you want to strive for that goal to make it, you know, as close to perfect as possible. You know, I want you to always keep that in mind, but just knowing when to accept that this is good enough and move on. Okay. Now I'm not alone in this because, you know, just like many others, I impose harsh critiques upon myself and sometimes harsher than any group of peers could ever be. Now I want you to stay mindful that we should hold ourselves to higher standards and, and, uh, and it is indicative of our work. Okay. What we do, how we see ourselves, what we produce is a reflection of our work. So if you are sloppy in your appearance, you are sloppy in your work. That is indicative of who you are as a person. But when you, when you do things that are well thought out, they are crisp, they are clean, they are as close to perfect as you can get because, you know, as Diana Gabaldon will, will tell you, even though her books have been touched by many hands, many eyes, still one of those eyes, one of those hands has missed something. So you'll find flaws in just about anything. And just like I said before, nothing is perfect. Anything touched by man's hands will never be perfect because we are imperfect beings. Therefore we cannot produce perfection. All right. Um, although perfecting perfection is impossible, but knowing when to accept and move on is reality. All right, folks, that's all we have for today. Um, I just want to make sure that I give you these URLs before I let you go. Of course, the first one is to Spreaker, which is https colon forward slash forward slash www.spreaker.com forward slash user forward slash author Vivian Moore. You can follow me on all social media platforms, uh, which includes Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And Instagram is by invitation only. All right. You can also check out my website that is at um, uh, com or authorehshepherd.com. Okay. And uh, you can check out my blog uh, for today's um, script. You can go there. It's at https colon forward slash forward slash vivianemore.blogspot.com. And if you missed today's live show, you can listen to uh, the uh, recorded episodes, of course, on Spreaker. Um, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, CastBox, Deezer, 
Podcast Addict, Podchaser, YouTube, SoundCloud, Giles Saban, Audible.com, Verbal, spelled V-U-R-B-L, and Luminary. All right. So uh, tomorrow is worship day and it is the fourth Sunday in July. So I'm looking forward to that. And I hope you are too. And if you are still at home listening to um, live uh, sermons and, and live uh, worship services uh, taking place over um, over uh, Facebook Live or uh, other mediums where you can stream, um, I, I hope that you are participating because it's very important, it's vital. And also, um, you know, it's vital to, um, to invite others to listen in, um, to get the word because we are in a, a, a state of, of just confusion. Everything is, is like happening. You have uh, flooding going on in, in, in the United States and overseas. We have wildfires everywhere. Um, you know, it's not one place that has not been touched by some form of a disaster, um, not to mention the disaster of COVID, but still, um, you know, still touched by these things. And so anywhere we can get some inspiration, we can get some hope. We need to reach out and, uh, you know, not only for ourselves, but for those that are around us, you know, our, our family, of course, and friends and, and, and neighbors and, you know, things of that nature. And also kids because they need it too because school is getting ready to start back and uh, everything is just up in the air right now about the mask and vaccinations, you know, for, for children. So um, it's a mess, but still, you know, we, we have a higher source that we can take all of those issues to. And I promise you, he will sort them all out. And also don't forget to tell those around you how much you care about them. It is so important. So on that note, I love you. I hope you love me back until the next time you hear my voice. God bless you and goodbye. Loved what you've heard on this week's episode? Well, the answer is simple. It would mean the world to us if you could head over to iTunes and leave us a five-star review and feedback. Spreading the word really is the best way to grow our podcast and achieve even greater things. Thank you. Thank you.